This episode of Shaking Spears was sponsored in part by the UJ Student Marketing Department. The University of Johannesburg. The future reimagined. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shaking Spears. I'm your host, Mark Kay, and with us today we have, as always, Claire Olivia Mortimer, our resident directrix and producer and actor. Uh, she'll be discussing Gertrude in today's particular episode, uh, as well as the play in general. And Brian Hiles joining us once again, this time uh, wearing his Hamlet hat and his Hamlet hair. Uh, Brian's just Hello. off of a long drive, so um, forgive that. So he can be forgiven. Yes, he absolutely can be forgiven. Oh, I don't know. We're going to be looking at a deeper dive today uh, at a pair of Hamlet speeches. Um, now, very often, uh, many directors, many people who analyze the play, um, they'd say that Hamlet's performance can really be broken down into six or seven key moments, each one punctuated, punctuated by a, a speech or a soliloquy. Um, and we're going to be looking at Two of those today, and they're going to be uh, Tutu Solid Flesh, oh, that this Tutu Solid Flesh should melt Thor and resolve itself into a dew, and then uh, the ever-famous Rogue and Peasant Slave. One of the other big moments, obviously, to be or not to be, uh, going into the nunnery scene. We've already covered that in another one of our podcasts, so if you're looking for information on that one, just uh, have a look at the playlist. It should be up there earlier. It's a four-parter um, with some great insights into that. Um, as always, uh, just a thank you to our sponsors, uh, UJ. Um, always lovely to have you guys on board, enabling us to make this work. Welcome, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, Brian, uh, good drive. You're there safely. All good. Good drive. I'm here safely. Uh, the, the country is beautiful. It's Lovely beautiful. to hear it. And uh, I understand you've actually had quite a successful um, run of King of Broken Things recently. That's right. It's, it's not Shakespearean at all, but we had a, a successful four-day well, run down it has the in word, Somerset West. It has the word king in it. That, that's it quite does. Shakespearean, I find. This is very true. Right. Well, king of broken things aside, let's look at the man who would be king. And let's look at Hamlet himself and Brian playing Hamlet. And let's just catch a little snippet now of that speech as performed in our stream of uh, Tutu Solid Flesh. Oh, that this too, too solid flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew. Oh, that the everlasting and not fixed is canon against self-slaughter. God. God, how weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable seem to me all the uses of this world. Fie on it, fie. It is an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Things rank and gross in nature possess it merely. That it should come to this. But two months dead. Nay, not so much. Not two. So excellent a king that was to this. Hyperion to a satyr. So loving to my mother that he might not beteem the winds of heaven visit her face too roughly. Oh, heaven earth must I remember. Why she would hang on him as of increase of appetite had grown by what it fed on and yet within a month. Let me not think on it. 
frailty, thy name is woman. Okay, so we've just had a look at that clip. Well done, Brian. Um, Thank you. Uh, you were fantastic on the day. It, it's, um, and now I'm sidetracking already, but it's always uh, incredible to me when I'm editing these together and pulling these moments from our recorded version, actually. And yes, I am blowing our own horn here. How good the streams are and how much they capture the theatrical aspect of um, the performances um, as well. because. That. Sometimes really recorded things don't uh, yeah. capture that aspect. Uh, yes, Claire. I, no, I just was going to say, I feel like when Think Theatre took the decision to make these films, um, with all of you involved, um, it was a, it was something that we could have considered being very filmic. But what we do is live theatre. Yeah. So we had to, it's it's a it's a, um, a delicate balance between just doing what you call an archival copy. Um, whereby there's a camera in the middle of the theatre and it catches the whole, yeah, the, or to to have a couple of cameras and and I, I'm really glad that you, that comes through for you because while we are making films, we're still making theatre, yeah. so we're making films of theatre. Yeah. So I'm glad that it reaches you. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to do a quick shout out to uh, Marcello and Caroline for mm. their work behind the camera. They really mm. were excellent, and so very thoroughly professional but back to that speech let's get to the meat of the matter so mm. i just want to start up i'm going to open it to you guys uh let's start with a brief analysis oh that this two two solid flesh would melt through and resolve itself into a dew what is hamlet speaking about here brian well this is his first soliloquy so this is the first time we we see him and get into his head his father has died um and he has his suspicions about the death of his father. Uh, and that affects what he's going through at the time. His mother has got married to his uncle, and that happened very quickly after yes, his father did. died. That's affecting him. So uh, uh, he's, questioning, um, he's questioning the world around him. He's questioning the politics of the world around him. He's also questioning his own self in the world and whether he even should be in the world. This is, this right. is the first inkling that we have to him considering suicide. <clears throat> oh, that this, 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 my own solid flesh would just disappear. Right. Um, so so, so we, we get a sense of, of him saying, why am I here? Why can't I just disappear? Because I don't like anything. I don't like anyone. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Uh, and, and just to back you up on that, um, uh, speaking about Gertrude's uh, too soon wedding to Claudius in the scene immediately following this, and we might end up with a clip of that in one of the following episodes. Um, and in that scene, he says to Horatio, um, the funeral baked meat did coldly furnish forth the marriage table. So That's right, quite yes. Literally, literally they, they, they took the funeral uh, spread, the funeral buffet, put it in Tupperwares, and a couple of days later, because... They had cold meats and salads. Well, yeah, if you think about baked meat, um, particularly in an era without refrigeration, how long does that last? It's two or three days at the outside, I'd say, even well, heavily yeah. salted. Um, I think <laughs> might just be going a little bit off track, but uh, yeah. Um. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to let our audience know just how sudden this must have been, Claire. Yeah. 
But yes. Yeah, it was very sudden. It may not have been two or three days. Uh, Hamlet may have been exaggerating slightly, but the sentiment was there. Indeed. And yet within a month. Yeah. yeah. So there we yeah. have it. Although, again, uh, we'll discuss Hamlet as an unreliable narrator uh, at a different he, he point. Is, he is prone to hyperbole. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's something for uh, its own entire hour-long podcast. Yeah. Uh, Claire, your thoughts. Um, do you feel that Brian's covered uh, the bulk of what the speech is about? Or do you feel that there's uh, anything that our audience uh, must need to know? No, I, I think that um, Brian's got it. It's uh, It's... Early in the play, um, certainly in our film that we made, it's very early in the play. But of course, to the original text, it's a, a little bit later. Um, it's later, actually yeah. scenes two, yeah. Um, but I, I, I've said this before, and it's, what's wonderful about all of Hamlet's soliloquies is that the thematic core remains the same hmm. all the way through. It's questioning the value of the human life. Um, and not necessarily his own, not necessarily him thinking, I'm going to go and jump off a building. It's, it's a general um, disillusionment. And it comes out really early, obviously, in this monologue. But it's picked up in all the others as we go through. The themes remain the same. Man, um, the paragon of animals, to be or not to be, exactly the same. Yeah. Um, even yeah. to the point of, I would argue, now might I do it, Pat? Um, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. when Claudius uh, kneels and prays. Sorry, I interrupted you, but carry on. No, yes. yeah. I just, yeah, I, uh, so for me, it's a, it's a, great, it's a beautiful starting point um, for, for us as an audience and also for the, the actor playing Hamlet because it, it, it encapsulates everything that's going to come after it. Um, and, yeah, so I, I don't really think we need to go... To, interestingly enough, um, some of the editions, some of the versions... The, the, the word is not solid, it's sullied. Oh, that this too, too sullied flesh would melt. Hmm. Um, which actually does throw a, a cast a different light on it. It certainly um, does, yeah. And, and that for me is, is just, I'm just throwing it out there, just so we all remember, all of us, everyone watching and us too, that we don't have a perfect version of the text. So we are able to adapt and interpret as we see fit. Yeah. And that's what these podcasts are about, actually. Yeah. And it's arguable that even way back when in Shakespeare's day itself, given how these scripts were rarely written down, they were learned in situ, that yeah. an actor's performance may have changed from yeah. night one to night two, and it may have been sullied when he first performed it and then Shakespeare would come round with a little note afterwards it's supposed to be solid because a solid thing can't melt necessarily uh, or you know it requires a lot of heat and so yeah very interesting in terms of the, the word sullied then speaks a lot again about the nunnery scene and yes. and Hamlet's uh, thoughts about himself and about men in general um, and it speaks about Sorry, it speaks about corruption within himself, which, which is a small sort of microcosm of the corruption that is sitting within his kingdom and his society. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, it's an aside, but it's an interesting academic discussion. No more yeah. than that. Uh, no one's going to pass or fail on whether it's solid or solid, but, solid or solid, but um, it's just, it's an interesting 
thing to uh, this is why we love to do shakespeare we because we, we love to dissect it endlessly interpretive um just for any of our viewers uh, or listeners our audience um obviously uh, claire was referencing and if you aren't coming here from um our streams of it if you're following at home with a text in hand or if you are uh, learning the play via one of the other film versions whether it's the mel gibson or any one of the excellent rsc productions that are available um uh, yes, we have cut for a variety of reasons, which we won't get into now, but we have cut the scene in which uh, Marcellus and Barnardo, the two gods, encounter the ghost of old Hamlet um, on the battlements of the castle. Um, we've cut it for pace. Uh, we've cut it for the fact that we're largely playing to um, high school learners and sometimes opening with a ghost whether it's going woo-woo-woo or not. Um, uh, sometimes it's better for us, well, uh, certainly Claire felt it was better for us to get straight to the meat of the matter and the human arguments. And that supernatural element obviously does come in on various occasions later. But um, yeah, that's not there for us in our version. And I don't think that the play suffers too greatly for it. Um, now, Brian, I'm glad to hear that. It's also just about keeping it to a manageable length, Mark. That's true. You know? We do have to play. We do have to play without an interval because we generally do two shows a day uh, of live performance with one hour's turnaround time in between. Uh, and yes, the cast will be desperately shoveling food into their faces in between that. Um, so yes. Um, now, Brian. Hamlet, Hamlet left unedited runs at almost five hours. The Gibson version runs at four and a bit as a film yeah. version. I do remember that from when I studied it back at high school. And yeah. it, and I just, it I made like me want to it. say, oh, that this too, too solid flesh is built. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> machine used under license ccby-sa 4.0 for further information or bookings contact doreen at thinktheater.co.za the university of johannesburg the future reimagined